your beers and open your ears. Turn it up loud so you can hear. Here, sit back, relax, and take a toke. Beers mandatory, ain't no joke. It's Chris and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's NBA and NHL and beers and NFL and mandatory stuff and sometimes MLB and skips and bleeps and where do we live and it's lots of lots of fun and everybody likes it and it's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're we're gonna have some fun with you. Nick, I, Nick, I'm done. I have no more lyrics. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm, it's it's not a sandwich, Nick. It's it's a cookie. It's two layers of cookie. It's a cookie, man. It's a cookie. What are we yeah, doing here, guys? <laughs> I just rambled on about half an hour worth of content. Yeah. Woo. And, and we're back. Episode 39. 39. Lawrence Baroni wore 39. He was a running back for the Patriots, but that's like... Okay. <laughs> Deep cuts. Yeah. Deep cuts on a He Sunday. was like a first-round pick that played like one good year and then got cut after two or something like that. That's a weird that. number. Yeah, it is. It's like... We're getting into some weird numbers, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Right? Like that 30 stretch, the late like, 30s, Even the 40s, stretch. man. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to think like... Yeah. Who... 39. Who else like, would wear that in like hockey or something like that? Always wore it, right? Like, yeah. 40? 40 hockey goalies were 40. Dominator was 39, wasn't he? No, he was 30. I can't remember. He was Doesn't matter. Um, so Don't we're back. Know. It's Beers Mandatory. It's truly a family affair today. Woo. We have Ian, my brother. Welcome. Welcome, Ian. Thanks for coming down. Thank you for having me. I'm going to go play some uh, some hoops some after this up. as well, too. Yeah. It'll be yeah. a good time. We'll have someone to blow a hammy, and then yeah. he'll call it a day. <laughs> yeah. So... Our friend Porter, who you'll meet today. By the way, you and Porter can't be on the same team because I know you go hard, and Porter apparently goes really hard (laughs) playing basketball, so we can't have that. Um, You guys will have everyone on the ground at the end of the game. Yeah. Just a little screen. Little screen, guys. Um, But, like, so we played two weeks ago, and we were talking about playing, like, yesterday, and Nick said, like, Porter had tweaked his glute. I'm like, two fucking weeks ago. (laughs) But I guess he had played softball like last week or something like that and tweaked it. So I was like, well, okay. okay." Actually, it's softball. I'm in a beer league -hmm. league this year and like, I've, it's been two games and I've already seen like almost like three or four huge injuries already really yeah like Beer people leaders. who are way out of shape yeah, yeah and they just come not, out and they just like they'll huffing, huffing down first well no they're playing for like playing first last week there was this uh girl playing first and like very large lady and she like reached down to like get a, a grounder that was coming and like just see her knee like she's just like ah i'm like she didn't blew her knee going down to grab a grounder like <laughs> oh my god actually like i, was, I got to appreciate the commitment though to a beer league yeah, yeah. Monday night game yeah. to try to stop that grounder. Yeah. I gotta give her props where props do. Yeah. No, it's just it's funny though because like so many people are like, "Oh, I was great shape in high school," which was twenty years ago. <laughs> people think that softball you don't need to be physically fit, but you gotta yeah. run a little bit. You gotta have somewhat like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's crazy. That's fun. Um, that was your weekend, Nick. You had a pretty busy one. Got your homework done. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah, I just finished it. Submitted, yeah. Good. Yeah. Nick worked yesterday as well, too. Trying yeah, to scam old, his company out of money. Good but old guy. <laughs> realized that that, that was just an idea we had idea. We didn't We didn't execute it. But man, it could have worked. Like, so many people were like, hey, how can we get closer? Like, is there a shuttle going? And, like, and then this one lady was like, hey, can one of you guys piggyback me? And I looked at my buddy. I'm like, 
he can piggyback it. <laughs> I'm like, if you pay him. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, man, I'm trying to help you out. We're trying to start that business That's up. That's so fucking funny. Piggybacks are free. That's not illegal. Yeah, well, I mean, but you would accept payment. Oh, at which I point? Would, I, would, I would definitely At which point, again, payment. makes it illegal. I would definitely. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? I'm not sure illegal, but I mean, like, this gets I, just, into, I, just, I guess it's supposed to get into, like, ethics and stuff like that. I just that. thought if we were, if we were uh, taking people's cars and valet parking them, that's illegal because you need a special license to valet park vehicles. Oh. That's what I was saying. Maybe so, yeah. I was going down, like, the... It's illegal unethical. business because we're... Or it's, like, unethical, right? Like, to... Scam it's people. unethical. You can carry people. That's, like, providing a service. Yeah. But... That's capital. If you were getting paid <laughs> by someone to do a job of just, like, telling people where to go for parking, and then you left your post... To make twenty dollars to carry someone to, I think ethics is trash as well, too, right? But, but that argument would be made against. I mean, them. you could get fired, I guess, technically, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, if they found out we had a side business. Well, I, but just don't let them find out. That's yeah. the solution to that problem. Like, yeah. So true. someone would always rat you. Um, but yeah, it was fun. That was good. Yeah, good day. Yeah. We, uh, Ian was. Are you best man now? You're just a grooms. Just a groomsman, groom, yeah, yeah. A groomer. Yeah, I should have been the best man though, because Wes is useless. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ian is. So we were at a stag and doe for one of Ian's buddies on Friday night. How was that? It was decent. Um, I know Ian probably had a way worse time because he had to be like actively involved. It was all right. It was just a long yeah. day, like because uh, so, it was a Friday. So like worked in the morning, like first thing in the morning, went to work, and then at lunch, like packed up, and then helped him like help my buddy like pick up beer and like you know move stuff around and like so by the time I got home it was almost two in the morning yeah and I was just like late night long day yeah so it was I was exhausted and uh do you have to run a booth or yeah bartender uh run a booth yeah I was running the uh uh poker uh dart poker thing oh okay yeah uh, and then also helping out with the uh hammer the newfie hammer you know like they get the blocks of wood you have to hammer the nail in yeah yeah hits wins yeah yeah um it was good. I found someone that was a huge Raptors fan, and just you're saying that, yeah. Just like they had their phone out, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like I don't like whatever. They're nice, they're nice people. They've gotten <laughs> yeah. my sixty dollars already. I'm like, yeah, like I don't really want to play or do anything else. I'm just gonna. <laughs> so just you watch watching. the entire game? Uh, about half of it, didn't you? Uh, probably about midway through second on. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, right. Like just sitting at the table like right in front of where like the <laughs> raffle and everything was happening i'm just like i'm sitting there with her clearly watching. Hey, it's a big it. game it's a huge game yeah. right like sorry ward it's just this is so much bigger than your wedding yes exactly <laughs> um ian won a charcoal barbecue yes i did nice. i have to give you all that charcoal yes i uh well so my wife had saw they had posted all the raffle prizes on facebook and she right. goes it's like we don't need more liquor in the house. We still have a shit ton the, of like, liquor. Good old liquor basket? Yeah, we don't. Oh, no nothing more. but liquor baskets, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, don't put any tickets in liquor because we got enough liquor in the house. Like, there's a barbecue. Put Pump that thing full of tickets. So, but, like, we have, we're in an apartment building. So, like, there's a balcony. It was a little propane one. The one that she wanted. So I'm like, I don't think you're technically allowed to have some. Propane. On a, on on a balcony. apartment balcony. Probably not. It's compressed yeah, gas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. So, but I see, um... I see, right beside, they got this little charcoal one. Like a little tiny charcoal one. You're allowed charcoal. Like just like one of those little circular ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little round ones, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Like the, the egg or whatever they're called? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it. So the wife, she's been out of town the last, she's been on a business trip. 
So I try and call her and say like, hey, you know, should I pump it full of tickets? And she's not responding. She's not responding. Not responding. Well, so you made a judgment call. I'm making a man decision yeah. right here. Like, I'm like, <laughs> make a judgment. All right. So they had like 20, uh, 25 raffle tickets for 20 bucks. All 25 going into that one. Nice. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I turn to someone who's also in the wedding party. And I'm like, if I don't win this fucking barbecue, I'm going to light something on fire. Like, <laughs> but I, know, I won and I won. So I didn't have to light anything on fire. It was good. It was good. Which was great. And I won a fondue set. Nice. Because that's not something I would ever buy for myself. But you'd like to. But have at the it. same time, I'm like, oh, fondue delicious. I'm not turning down. Yeah. <laughs> liquid melted butter and cheese. Yeah. No way am I turning that down. So yeah, it was all in all a pretty good night. Raps nice. won. Yeah. Yes, they sure did. So I think we should got to talk about when was the last time we talked? We probably haven't talked at all over the first four games. Uh, yeah, we did it. We did it last Thursday, before game one. Right before the series started. Right before the series started. Yep. So. Nick, I'm going to just kind of throw it at you. First impressions of the first four games. Do you want me to start at game one? Just, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of what I said, though. But. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Raptors were were very dominant in game one. They won by, what was it, 118-109? Yep. yep. Um, but I felt like they were in control most of the game. They like, were. Uh, it was a little tight in the first, kind of a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they were kind of back yeah. and forth. The very first pass... That uh, the rapper, the very first possession went out of bounds. Kyle Lowry just threw the ball like tried to. Man, I hate when games start like that when it's just You're so like, sloppy oh, and no. slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like that was such a finals nerve moment for sure. But to their credit, and like go back and watch, uh, like the Raptors have not had two bad possessions in a row many times this. No, this they've been they've, they've been, been pretty the consistent, well, yeah. right? Like, although there's been stretches, like I think it was in game, I forget what game it was, but it was like the end of the first half. It was when Clay was out. It was the end okay, of the first yeah, half, yeah, and yeah. like Steph, Steph scored back, came back, right? Yeah. And yeah. like the Raptors, like were scoreless for like four or five minutes. Yeah. Well, like I'm, other than that stretch, though, yeah. yeah they've been well, pretty no, consistent. and then game, uh, two, game, two, game two, right out, right, game two, right, right out of halftime. No, there, I, your stretch was right. That oh, did okay. happen. Yeah. Right out of half, and then at the end of the fourth quarter, yeah, when they were playing box. Okay. Ball. But anyways, okay. game one, completely dominant. Yeah. Shake like up I, a lot of jitters. Yeah. Like Pascal Siakam's thirty-two seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. That was game one. That was game one, right? Wow. Like, seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, okay, so he was he was your guy yeah. for that game. Well, because we were talking about before we started just how, um, like, there's no way the Raptors are going to win this series if Kawhi Leonard scores 37, 38 points, and the next guy scores 12. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you need someone else to at least drop 20, yeah, right? Yeah, precisely. So, yeah, exactly. And, like, even just one, right? Like, if you can match... Because, like, I think Steph and Claire averaging it's about, like, 57 points a game between the two of them. Mm. If you can match that with Kawhi and someone else every game... You're good. Then... Then, yeah, they don't have they're to... averaging like the the rest of the Warriors are averaging yeah, like so 33 like, I take like any of the Raptors players other than like between Steph and Clay and then Kawhi and whoever the rest of the Raptors players over the rest of the Golden State players any day of the week yeah. the way they're playing like for, for points at, for at least for points because yeah. I mean Draymond is, is they have Draymond, great defensive right? players but for points and Draymond's Draymond right like yeah, yeah. Um, no yeah so game one was, was great I mean we all kind of wrote an awesome that was super wicked high. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Now it's just good. It was needed, right? Like, yeah, 100%. You need to come out and hit them hard. You Defend your turf. Punch them in the game one. Yeah, yeah. Defend your turf. Because yep. what we called was split. When they were going to split, split the first ways. four. It was going to be like a 1-1. One, 1-1. One, 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 one. Didn't happen. And then Raps go 5-6. <laughs> and we had Raps going 5-6. Okay. But, I mean, this is a better yeah. outcome. Didn't anyways. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Game two. Game two. Disappointing. Is disappointing, right? It kind of not that surprising though, you know. Yeah, like, you know, you're punch counter punch, right? Punch right. counter punch. The, you expect the Warriors <laughs> to go on those runs, like twenty and twenty run was a little 
Obsessed, yeah. And but John, John says it all the time. If Nick Nurse had just called a timeout, it was like a seven-zero run or an eight-zero run or something like that. Golden State was up by two or something like that. If Nick Nurse had just called a timeout, they would have stopped it. Yeah, just say stop it right there. Go run a play. Yeah, you never know what happens, kind of thing. But even towards the end of that game in the fourth (coughs) quarter, when they were coming back, um, like they were, they they held the the Warriors to like four or five minutes without scoring. Oh no, they just couldn't hit shots. It was six minutes. It's not like the Warriors are playing good defense. It was six minutes and thirty seconds. Six thirty. So like even that there, like eliminate the twenty around, they could have won the game. Well, I remember watching that game. So I talked to Shot after the game, and she had watched it too, and I'm like. Rest are horseshit. They made so many bad calls. Okay, yeah. And then I'm, but game then two was back both ways. No, in game that, two was refed poorly both ways. And so ways. I'm like, yeah. is it such? And then she's like, they didn't hit their shots though, man. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. It didn't matter. They like there was a there was a point where I think it was about three minutes and forty five seconds left. So they were like right in the middle of the box and one, mm-hmm. which is like old school middle shit. Like I used to run that in high school, like when we would play a good guy. Like yeah, I was yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. And I would, like I remember that. I'm just like. Yeah, this is such a bad way to play. Oh, Defense, it's, it's right? like, a, like it's such a like if you're an NBA player, like it work. The zone works. You throw it out once or two possessions just to throw just to it. Throw to confuse. You don't, yeah. you don't run for six minutes and thirty yeah. seconds. It's like zone. okay, guys, I got this guy. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was a stretch where it was. So I think it was Danny and then Fred missed two threes. So they're down by eight because they were stuck eight for like yeah a long time two like three four minutes right yeah. they were stuck yeah. eight they yeah. got it to eight and um like all I could just think like as Iggy was dribbling at, at half court there to set up their offense I was like motherfuck like if they hit two of those threes it's a two point game yeah right yeah. now I'm just like and they were all open uh, actually I think one of Freddy's wasn't they were all good looks man but they were decent much. looks they're right? off of movement considering, like, how, wasn't considering like just, how Freddy yeah. had been yeah 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 and that's what I'm saying they haven't run like many possessions where you just go down and you ISO and then you turn it over or something like that like there hasn't been many possessions in a row where it's like that or anything the Warriors have played pretty decent defense for stretches in the game, like there, there has been times where oh, shot sure. violations just have to jack something up, and no, they've played stretches for but sure. But consistently, no. The and Raptors have been great at moving the ball around. Raptors have been fantastic, and like, I, I think I said it in the group, but Boogie was not as bad as he was in game one, and then three and four, and he wasn't as good as two. So it's like this series could he had be a good different. game too. Exactly, but I don't think he was as good as he was then, where he was in like his conditioning. Well, like yeah, like it doesn't yeah. even matter. Like it, anyone who says like, oh, you know, like oh, why can't he like do well like after injury? It's like, dude, like game speed and like practice are so different. Yeah. Well, and like he's six foot ten, two hundred and seventy five pounds, pounds. Yeah. And he had a Achilles rupture and a quad, quad tear. Like his legs are screwed. Like in the same leg. I'm like, my God, I've been it's remarkable on, he's here. I've yeah. been hard on cousins and saying cousins sucks and stuff just because I get into it when I'm watching the game. But that guy was clearly rushed back from like injury. I said severe injuries. Yeah. So no, it's not expected for him to come back and be drop twenty and cousins 10. Yeah, yeah. before the injury. Twenty ten yeah. and five. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Like he's not doing that anymore. No, not not this not year this at least. Year. I wouldn't be surprised if he re- obviously got a Golden State. They can offer him the most money outside of like teams that could just throw. Yeah, like, because uh, he would, like what was his original plan to like sign with Golden State, win a championship Steve ideally, Kerr- and then like sign for a big contract. Man, literally next year. in like, like February, Steve Kerr said, "We understand with the cap crunch, he's probably not going to be here next year. So let's win a championship for him so that he can go sign a great contract." <laughs> like that's a quote. Like yeah. Steve Kerr said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Um, but outside of teams that again can just throw them a lot like, of money, that they out. have cap space. Yeah. Like if you're just looking at like taxpayer exceptions, it's it's Golden so State weird. Like most. so the NBA with the their kind of soft cap and like 
it's so weird in sports now because like it's the same thing in the NHL too, and the NFL is kind of getting there too, where there's it's just there's no such thing as a team. It's like oh, you know, we got like ten million dollars in space or something like that. It's either you have an, a ridiculous amount of cap space or, or nothing. you're or nothing. Yeah, yeah. or like, you're paying yeah. tax dollars. You're yeah. paying tax dollars. Yeah, like there's no yeah. like just team. It's like true. oh, we're kind of close to the cap. We can add a player at the deadline. You know what I mean? You're not like, acting like a how NHL teams act as like small market teams that operate like seven million dollars under the cap yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah. right? Because their owner either wants them to do that or to have the ability to strike at the trade deadline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, that is so true. true. So true. It's just really bizarre. Like, but it is what it is. Their CBA is fascinating, though. Oh, the NBA's CBA is the most like. It's fascinating. It's, like, their union isn't even that, it's strong, but it's not that strong. It's the weirdest thing. But they've got, like, a really good deal. But the players are still very unhappy, which kind of makes me laugh a little bit. Well, it's like, I think they'd be perfectly happy with, the Ringer does a great piece. I'll send it to, I'll send it to everyone here and everyone listening to the podcast, which is basically four other people. Um, (laughs) But it was the Ringer. They did a look at the 98-99 lockout. The NBA lockout. The NBA lockout. Because so that was like post Jordan. Tim Duncan just was in the league. Post Jordan. Tim Duncan was a like rookie contracts didn't like rookie contracts didn't exist. How they basically you had three years of a rookie contract and then you're an unrestricted free agent. Right. Um there's no such thing as a max salary. Yeah. Like that's how Shaq could get $120 million over three years. Yeah. With the Lakers and stuff like that, right? You could like, just offer whatever the hell you wanted, kind of thing. Like uh coming out of that. The Orlando Magic offered Tim Duncan because it was like that year they offered him. I think it was it was something goofy. It was like four years, two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. It was some, oh, something goofy. goofy, and that's yeah. like that's twenty years ago, like <laughs> right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah that's yeah, baseball yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it just like <laughs> something goofy. It was just so like max salaries weren't a thing or anything like that. It was just so like the CBA that exists and to to this day kind of still exists. Mm-hmm was so necessary or the NBA would have like a lot of folded as a league. Well, like right? it's yeah. the same as the NHL, like after the 0405 lockout was that like there was so many like goofy like uh Yager's contract and like Yashin's contract. Yeah. Like, there were so many like just like yeah, like 20 year, 300 million dollar contracts and it's, it's like, just like so bad. What? Yeah, like 20 years. This is such a bad idea, right? Like yeah, this is just a non-sustainable business model. So like, yeah, like <laughs> it's going to get to the point where like in sports, I I guarantee it by the time we're dead, like old men it's going to be all one-year contracts. There's going to be no such thing as a two, three-year contract. They're going to be huge deals. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just going to be one like... One year, $55 million or something. Yeah, like, like this yeah could, which but, you don't see. Right. Because, like, that's like that's where every sport's going. Like, hockey, like, that's the owners. They want to lower the max contracts, years. Like, max right. years from right. eight right. to five. Yeah. Because, like, it's, yeah. it's kind of dumb to offer someone an eight-year contract. Yeah, why honest. would you? There's so much risk in that. Yeah. Jeff Skinner? Enjoy oh. that eight year nine. Taylor's I, a Buffalo Sabres fan. As too. soon as I saw that deal, eight years was it nine nine million? Not nine, nine million, million a year. It's right. like that's good for the first three, and then after <coughs> the next five, it's just like oh no. It's fun though. I'm really, nine mil every year. Yep. It's uh, no, 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 no. Not nine mil every year, but his cap is nine mil. I'm willing. Uh, to, I'm willing that's to gamble. True. Yeah, it's like some of it's front loaded. I'm so. willing to gamble. Sixty percent of that is paid out in the first four years. You can do well, like so. It's, sense. In 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 hockey, I don't know what it's like in basketball. It's average annual value of the contract. So no, you, it's, it's, it's the same. The same, same so it's like yeah. you can pay a guy like fifty million over five years. So oh, that's no, it's not. It's not. It's not. So fifty anything. million over five years. That's ten million average. But you could like front load it where you like do a huge signing bonus or something. Yeah, for the yeah, first yeah, three yeah, years, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and those make contracts buyout proof because when you buy out or when a league goes in or when you buy out, you're buying out uh, actual salary, not annual average value, right? So it's like 
you can buy out someone, but they still get their signing bonuses right. kind of thing, right? Like, right. So again, that should probably will change, right? Yeah. But it, I'm, I'm actually really excited to watch Taylor try to justify that as soon as we start talking about hockey. Oh my God. Like, it's just a bad deal. But anyways. Yeah, bad deal. Bad deal. Back to the Raptors. Um, <laughs> but yeah, game two, I mean, like, I was disappointed, but like, I can usually get pretty distraught about things, especially when it comes to like Raptors or sports and stuff like that. Like, even after game two, I was like, they were the better team. I agree. Right? Like, well, yeah, outside, outside of the AO run, like, they, I, at no well, point did I think Golden State was a better team. Dude, they've been a better game all series. Like, they had, like, how many of the, they've won, they've <coughs> lost one or two of the, they've won 13 three quarters. Okay. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing is, the, they lose, the quarters that they lose, they lose them big. That's the, True. Old, like, no, they, they lost quarter three of game one and it was only by, like, four. And they lost quarter three of game two and it was big. by massive. And then they lost quarter one of game four, but it was only by eight. Mm. So it hasn't been like huge. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the average comes out it's because, of, because, the, of, the one, because yeah. of the one quarter, right? But no, it hasn't been as like. But the thing that I just remember watching in game two, I mean, it was an incredibly frustrating game to watch because you're sitting there, it's it like, was. these are open, oh, you're man. open. And just one point I want to get out before we get going, I sent it in the group as well, too. But I called it as the play was happening. The last play where Iggy hits the three, it starts with Steph Curry traveling. Yeah. Well, they passing to Sean Livingston, who then kicks it to Iggy. Oh, the last game. Or the last <coughs> play. Last two, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I'm watching. I'm like, dude, he just took like four steps. Kicks it to Sean Livingston. And quite gambles. Didn't get it. I love the gamble, though. I love the gamble. But like you said, it, we were we were robbed of a quiet Leonard like game tying shot. Yeah. Like, we were you know that was that, going man. to OT if Iggy didn't hit that shot. Right? Like, you know they were going to call a timeout. Nick Nurse was running up a play. Yeah. yeah. And Kawhi Leonard was going into the paint and scoring. Him. 100%. He had the sand there. You know, he was drawing you, up in yeah, the sand. You, yeah. You, you, <laughs> or like the Homer Simpson. And even with the crazier. <laughs> like, if they win that game, the series is a sweet. I would have won about $500 if they had wrapped it in that sweet. So, uh, game one, I put $65 down on future prop bets. Yeah. It was a payout of like 904 but, like, some of them were hedge bets, right? So, like, I put some money on the... Ra- I put, like, 10 on the Raptors sweeping. I put 10 on the Raptors winning in five. Five on the Raptors winning in six kind of thing, right? Like, <coughs> so some of them were hedge bets. Oh, okay. <coughs> but, yeah, if they had won, it's like... That's crazy. That was more well, than half of my payout if they I was, swept it. I was looking at some of the odds in Vegas, and I was like... It's like, man, like, if, if I was a degenerate gambler, I'd be like, yeah, maybe put a couple grand. If I had a couple grand laying around, so put them on the Raptors, see what <laughs> yeah. happens. And that would look like a good bet now. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. If I had $1,000 that I could throw around, like, now hindsight 2020. The Warriors were heavily favored. At going oh, it was stupid. Like, it, it was, was gross. It was yeah. like, <clears throat> you had to pay, I think it was 300 and, yeah, it was like 300 Or you had to pay 100 for a $300 payout against the Raptors, for the Raptors. Wow. So it was just like... So skewed. Yeah, yeah. The, the odds were right. ridiculous, yeah. <clears throat> but so game two, uh, again, like, I was I was upset for sure, but it wasn't as, like, world-falling. It wasn't concerning. To me, I wasn't, like, world-falling. Great, Raptors stole a game, and then they're going to get blown at the next four. Like, if they, I yeah. feel like this is a series. Yeah. This is what I wanted from the first Like, if they yeah. had come out and they lost by, like, 30 points, and it was, like, just got You're slapped just like, around. I, this yeah. would have been a very different yeah, 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 feeling yeah. after the fact, right? It wasn't, like, game two against Milwaukee or game four against Philly where, where they got slapped. Three, three against Philly. Yeah. Game three against three Philly against where they Philly. got destroyed. Yeah. And you just start everything. You're like, oh, fuck. And also, <laughs> by the way, a, as much as we all appreciate Kawhi's game winner in game seven, that game four shot where JJ Riddick hits the three, and so it's 91 90, and then Kawhi comes down and hits that three over Joel dude, in game four. Dude, that's Kawhi, an underrated shot. Kawhi that's is an underrated king at silencing the crowd. And he doesn't say anything. I know, but <laughs> even like when the team's making a run, he just like, that's when he just pulls up to the line. Pff, three. Yeah. Or my, or uh, he's like, king he's so too good of, at um, that. 
on a, a payroll <clears throat> with centers. Like, he roasted Brooke Lopez all series. And he's been bullying uh, Kevon Looney. Whenever he gets him. Well, right? yeah. yeah the thing is, whenever they get the pick and roll action, yeah, then yeah. Looney's on Kawhi. Like, the, yes. The thing about, like, yeah. score, score, score. Yeah, that's a yeah, problem. Yeah. The thing about, like, Kawhi Leonard, too, it's hilarious to watch because, like, Everything just moves so slow in this game. Yeah. It looks slow. It's yeah. obviously not, but yeah, like yeah, it just—it yeah. looks so slow. He brings and, a calmness to yeah. everything. I, I don't think he's the like. I wouldn't say he's like a top like ten athlete, say in the NBA, like athletically. Like, no. he's I mean, just, he's probably got some strength. He's just, I, I'd probably say top I, ten. Yeah, that, strength, athletically, like jumping ability, like and lateral, running and speed, like, and everything but like that. I would say he's probably top five strength in the NBA. Oh, he's disgusting. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's got dude. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Dude, he's a bully. Yeah, he is a bully. He sent Looney for a helicopter on that one bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was what like, was that is a big man to be was falling it like that. Game three, I think it was when he fucking just and Jordan Bell's young and athletic, and he just made Jordan Bell. Dude, he's man handle centers. Yeah, he's just weird. Made Jordan Bell a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love seeing so it. game three, <clears throat> and I couldn't watch American media stuff in game three or game four. I just couldn't watch it beforehand. I went back and watched it afterwards, but I just couldn't. I was too zoned in. I'm like, I can't. I can't put can't myself. Your guys I can't bullshit. Can't put myself through this. <laughs> Um, game three is a weird one for me. Game three, <coughs> in my head, I was like, "Okay, there. Yeah, you yeah. need to win this." And like, you know, what I, mean? I think a lot of people wanted to play it up as a trap game for game three, but I don't think it was. I don't think this Raptors team was approaching it as a trap game. I think this Raptor team was just like, "They're still the Golden State Warriors. They still have two Hall of Famers out there. Yeah, like let's well, play our game and beat them." The thing that kind of it's really funny if you watch like any of the U.S. media, they kind of forget like because it's I mean like it is Toronto, it's it's the team that's not in the states kind of thing. But like this is a team that basically they have a lot of guys who've been to Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals. Like you know, oh, like, yeah, they're yeah. not like some like oh it's Kawhi Leonard and a bunch of rookies. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, right? yeah like, it's a lot of veterans. It's that a, have the playoff experience. Like, Serge Ibaka's been to the finals. Danny yeah. Green's been to the finals yeah. twice. Marcus Gasol's been to the Western Conference Finals. Kyle Lowry's been, been to the Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. Finals. You got a former. NBA Finals MVP playing. Marcus Saul's a defensive player, player of the year. year. Right, you got like, two defensive, former defensive players of the year. Actually, I saw Patrick uh, McCaw might three-peat. That's yes. <laughs> yeah. One of the funniest. Yeah, exactly. Patrick McCaw's been there. Do you watch uh, Game of Zones on? Do you watch Game of Zones on Bleacher That thing's Report? hilarious. Sorry, what? Game, Game of, of Zones? Zones? No. It's a parody of, like, Game of Thrones, but, but with, with like, the basketball no, teams. Have... It's so funny. Well, because, like, how Machiavelli and, like, everything is in the NBA, right? It's, like, it's, it fits perfectly. It's so fucking funny. That's hilarious. But anyways, um, they were doing the, uh, what was it? Summer 2017. So Golden State's won their championship, right? And you just see, like, they keep making fun of Patrick McCall sort of thing. Because Pat, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> They're just ripping apart. Hey, he had a three in game one. He nice did. One and that too. was huge. That, yeah. ice, that, that was a silencer. It yeah, was like it was. 2.1 seconds left in the shot clock. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Uh, no, but yeah, they're just a very veteran team. Like, they've been there. They they've done that. Like, yeah. And I'm sure Golden State's been there too, but it's like you got two teams that kind of know what they're doing, and Golden State's banged up and they're exhausted. Like we were talking about before, you said they played 103 games the last. Extra four game. was their 103rd game. In extra the five year extra run. games yeah, yeah. in the five years, so that's a season and a quarter. And like yeah, yeah. we were talking about how like it's people kind of forget that like it's a fucking grind. Like it the is. season's a grind, the playoffs is a grind. But to even Toronto's credit, like they're they're. Banged up as well. Oh, for like, Eric Kawhi's playing with left knee tendon. Lowry, Lowry. Have you seen Lowry's thumb? Like, yeah, it's, after games, it's yeah. ridiculous, yeah. right? Like, so like everyone's beat up out there. Like that. I, if I was, you make it that far in the playoffs, everyone's like, everyone's, no one's in top tip top yeah. shape. The only guys in tip top shape is like the fifteenth man, Patrick McCaw. Yeah, Patrick McCaw. <laughs> Patrick McCaw's not banged up. I was reading a thing. Um, so what they're doing? So you know who's gonna get a lot? Of, it's gonna come out after the season. Like it just came out, but who's gonna? If everything good happens, 
if everything good happens, like you're gonna hear a lot, a bunch of praise for like Jordan Lloyd, Malcolm Miller, and Chris Boucher, because what they're doing in practices is having um, them mim- like so they basically like when everyone's like doing shootings or warm ups and stuff like that, they're having Chris Boucher, Jordan Lloyd, and Malcolm Miller um, look over the. Uh, like habits and stuff like that of Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green, and then they're making them. Oh, they're practice squatting them. Basically, they're making them pretend to be Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson. It's like uh, in yeah, practice, it's like right? in, the, in the NFL, like you get like the, the practice guy, uh, practice squad quarterback will be like, "Who are we playing this week? Oh, we're playing a team with a running quarterback. I'm a running quarterback. Exactly. Week, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Smart. So <clears throat> he's saying like, "Man, I can't catch passes in practice. So I can't imagine the intensity that Steph Curry's getting." in games, right? Like, and you go back and watch stuff, and, like, even simple things is just, like, when Steph Curry's coming up to do a pick, because, like, Golden State does a good job of, like, rotating their pick man and their role man. Like, when Steph Curry's coming up to set a pick, like, Fred Van Fleet's just, like, pushing him into the guy, right? Like, making it so that he's physically taking a hit yep. every single time that yep. he's going down the court. Yep. Even, you know, Steph's <coughs> game, where, like, it happens a lot where he'll he'll beat his man and then he'll go up for the pump fake and they're behind him and he's trying to draw the foul from like behind yeah, yeah. or they come from the side. But he always seems what fun. I loved seeing in the last game was when he did that, got around the roll or he rolled down to the net and he went to go for the pump fake but Pascal didn't bite and then he went up for it and Pascal just like swatted, swatted it. it out, so yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, the only learning. They're learning. Watching tape. <laughs> what is, that was that was uh, watching Pascal Siakam. There was a lot of times you see him. He would bite on pump fakes. He Sur- would. Surge bites. Yeah. Surge, Surge Norm and Pascal but he's yeah. learning. Bite on like every fucking. We were talking player. about Norm Powell is basically the new Terrence Ross. Yeah, Norm like a Powell really great Terrence. player. I think last game Serge bit on like a loony pump fake, and I was like, Looney Kevon, Looney Kevon. It's not even so Kevin. slow too. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my god. <clears throat> it's like uh, I love Game of Zones. They make fun of Norm so much. But then a box went, like, went on a tear, just blocking everyone. So Six like, blocks in game three. Yeah, I was like, all right, that's crazy. He's so good Sorry, right now. Man. No, just that like, it's such a funny thing because like you see guys that are like. The pump fake is a very good weapon. It for sure. For, but, like, there's some guys, it's like, you just have a burn in your brain. If he pump fakes, <laughs> He's not, don't jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is not shooting that yeah. shot. Von Looney is not shooting an 18-footer. That is not happening. But for right? guys like Steph and Clay, like, that's lethal because oh. they get it off so fast. It's oh, yeah. like... Well, and, like, we, we can talk about afterwards the at, like, I don't, I personally don't think that there should be an asterisk beside this championship. American no. media. American media will Dude. talk about the asterisks. What asterisk? What's what? if K- the Raptors win? Oh, because if KD's yeah, not yeah, there. Yeah. But it's like no. Dude, we can talk about that afterwards, right? But like, the space, like the most underrated thing about Kevin Durant. I mean, sure, you can give him the ball with five seconds left in the shot clock, and he'll basically score, right? Like he changes their defense. He's their best rim protector. He can play lanes. He's like he's got long arms. Well, he's seven feet and, tall. Like with, exactly yeah. right. Like there's so many great things about Kevin Durant. But to me, like one of the more underrated things that he does is that. Like, we can basically play Steph and Clay right now. Like, on defense, you can basically just play Steph and Clay. And, like, if Iggy's going to score a three, oh well. Iggy's going to score a three, right? Like, yeah. what can you do about it, right? Um, Draymond's going to try to hit threes. Let's exactly. His shot right? is ugly, by the way. Man, it's just has been, like, downhill. Dude, his air balls from three are just like. Like, I forget what game it was, but he was, like, trying game a three. few. It was a game, game three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they, they didn't even have clearance to the rim. Like, they were under, air balling underneath the netting. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, like, what KD does is not allow you to be in Steph and Clay as much as you are, right? Because you have to... Because, like, Steph, another guy. Yeah. Steph and Clay are still hitting with the minimum amount of space that they have, but just imagine if they had... Well, there's no double. Even right? half an inch You can't double... Right? Like, all three of them are on the floor, you can't double anyone. Exactly. You literally cannot. Because yeah. if you double someone, then you're leaving one of the best... Sh- 
one or two of the best shooters of all time open. Like, it's like, it's, it's, it's cartoonish how much shooting ability the three of them have. Like, yeah. But so, that was you. Ugh. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so game three, to me it wasn't a trap game. Is it the group? Um, no, I was just checking what time it was. Um, to me, game three wasn't a trap game. Game four was a trap game. Game four had every making for me of a trap game. Clay Thompson's back. Clay Thompson's back. You're up. You got you a bit ball. of... You got a bit of, uh, you know, momentum, a bit right, of, like, your, your ego maybe getting a little bit bigger. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Like, to me, Game 4 had every inkling of a trap game for the Raptors. And to their fucking credit... They came out and won. They came out and won, right? Was, like, yeah, and they had, I think, their best defensive performance. See, that's the thing about... Like, the, you could clearly tell, like, people were... Steph going, did not play I was well. hearing they're just no. like... So again, and then going back and re-watching America, like, that's basically what I did yesterday. Lauren worked. That's basically, like, during the day. That's basically what I did. I watched about four and a half, five hours of... Raptors coverage from game four and like pre-game stuff from dude game I four. do it after the game and I'm like I'm always up so late just watching like post game so how do you people go to bed <laughs> I can't um, I'm so it's some so jazzed up right it's like, nine o'clock games man it's oh brutal. it's just brutal uh, I know <laughs> but uh so everyone was just like so uh, total confidence Warriors are gonna win game four Steph's probably not gonna have 47 but he'll probably have 37 38 points you and it's just that? like my god the guy just did everything last game like do you think that in just a day off he can just immediately do it again when he's been literally getting beat up well the three straight games. I honestly love seeing him score 47 points and because I was like this guy's like literally working his ass off like there's well no, that, I, I was shocked I personally was shocked he was gonna get 27 everyone was talking as if like he was going to get you know 37 38 right and that's where I thought it could be a trap game because if the raps were just like he's not gonna do that again mm-hmm. and like sag off him he probably could have gone off but like twenty seven points on nine of twenty two shooting—that's a bad night. Well, the thing, yeah, that's a a bad the thing that kind of people, Steph Curry, like obviously he's a Hall of Fame player. He's like an amazing player, best shooter of all time. Yeah. yeah. The thing about it, though with him is that this is the NBA Finals. You have you can game plan around him every single night. Yeah. You're kind of used to seeing him in the regular season where it's like, and we're playing the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. it's just like whatever. He'll drop fifty because like they suck you know like it's it's a game in random game in february and no one cares it's like this is the nba finals you can game plan around people individually and that's like if there is going to be one knock against steph his entire career it's that he's shrunk in some finals moments yeah well even last game they when when the raptors came back i think they were up 10 at the point and uh like steph curry like airballed a mid-range jumper yeah so like and Kawhi just like caught it and just started dribbling Kawhi's not doing that in those moments he's he's draining every shot or like kd hitting the rim Getting close. And something's... Like, it was and nowhere exactly, even He's near. making a jump shot. It was shot, way yeah. off to the... He was, like, around the baseline. It was, like, way off to the right. Yeah, nowhere I saw near that, close. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's not... Like, he's not used to... They've got two pit bull point guards guarding him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lowry yeah. and... Fred Van Vliet has done a fantastic... Yeah, Van Vliet is... Yeah. And then, like... And he he's turned the it around. So, say you switch off... Then you, you, you switch off Freddie, like... Danny Green or something. Danny Green's a great defender. Pascal He's all Siakam. defensive team. Yeah. yeah. Kawhi Leonard, right? We talk- Marc Gasol. We talked about this at the beginning of the year before even the Marc Gasol trade. Uh, with, like, say, they start- their starting lineup would have been Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, uh, Kawhi Leonard, OG Ananobi, and then pa- Pascal Siakam with the five. And we're like, that is a ridiculous defensive starting five. You can switch five. on anything. <laughs> like, that you is can like switch on anything. Kyle Lowry can even guard centers. Like, yeah, so, like, yeah, seriously. Chris Middleton trying to back down Kyle Lowry. That was, was hilarious. Like, like, and I've had a lot, because, like, Tobias Harris trying to back down Kyle Lowry was my favorite thing at the time yeah. as well, too, right? It's just like, what don't you get? Like, he's been <laughs> doing this for five years now, right? Like, what don't you get? You're, like, 
That's not you're a taller. Mismatch. You're taller, maybe, right? It's <laughs> He's a 50, stronger. It's a 50-50 ball. Like, and that's the, it's that, a 50-50 shot. At that, that point, that's right? the like, thing about like the Raptors forever. They always have been a very good offensive team. Like this is going way back. Like the defense though was like a sip. Atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious. Yeah. Defense. Even with DeRozan, yeah. Yeah, DeRozan, well, especially because of DeRozan. I and think, like right? and you feel bad because DeRozan was meant a lot to the city and it meant a lot to the team. But like couldn't hit a jump shot past twenty five feet and you can't defend your own shadow, you know right, what I mean? Like, Credit to Simon Jerry saying this is insane. We got to do something different. You know? Whatever that guy did, man, that was unbelievable. Like, Talking with Simon, man, a Messiah we trust. Um, you see the picture of him? It was like a photo of behind Messiah the last game, like at the Oracle, kind of like looking on that, like you know, at the end of the game when all the Raptors fans funneled in the corner. Yeah. It was like a picture of like Messiah just like looking over at them, and it was behind his head, and it just like captured this like. It was just like a crazy picture because it's like him just like reflecting on like everything. Look like at what I have built. Like, yeah. exactly. like we have a Go Raptors <laughs> chant at the Oracle in, in Golden the State. We have like literally like, the furthest geographical. When point people were that you pissed at him have. that he traded away a, the loyal All Star Demar. Well, name, away. people named Taylor Rodden. <laughs> <laughs> the, fu- the weird thing is, is that so I was uh, I was reading an article from uh, someone who's like a beat reporter for the Golden State Warriors and saying that like. This isn't the same crowd anymore because, like, when they were first starting out, it was like fun, and the Warriors have been a garbage team forever. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, the finals tickets, like, you can get them for like a couple hundred dollars or something. Yeah. And you know, it's, it was a lot of exciting. It's like, ooh, we're cool, yeah, yeah. Now it's like the fifth year, and it's like only people who can afford the tickets are like investors in tech com companies yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like <laughs> yeah, that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so or Mark Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> That was that weird. Was fucked up. That was fucked right That's up. a lot of liquid courage right there. Apparently, yeah, the, um, like, it's all come out that Joe Lakeup's just like, yeah, this is insane. Like, this guy's selling his shares. Yeah, <laughs> this, guy, this guy's selling his shares. This like, this is not happening. Like, yeah. This is insane, right? Like, you can't have a backlash we're, from the league. Like, are, are we, they're like, we're literally like, our dynasty is like crumbling in front, in front, of, front of, of us, us, right? Like, Kevin Durant might leave. Clay Thompson. I don't think he's going nah, to, but like, he could, theoretically like, could, yeah. Could theoretically re- lead, right? And like, you have this guy that's just like clearly the most arrogant, rich white guy. World, yeah, right? arrogant, like, rich white guy, yeah. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now, guy? Yeah, like, so they, like, everyone is. Even LeBron aired, aired, aired him out. I agree. LeBron did that partially for himself. <laughs> think so? Absolutely. LeBron did that partially for himself. Because, like, I mean, his his whole his career is going to go down as much as he was as a basketball player. His career is going to go down of changing how players view themselves true. in the and, hierarchy and movement of how, how and movement of players player in the league yeah, and like yeah. player empowerment and everything like true, that. True, right? true, like, true, true, true. To me, he's less of a basketball player now and more of like a media mogul empire and a concept or like a belief in the NBA. He's right? like I would say he's even transcended that. He's just like a influential person. In North America, for sure. not necessarily the world, yeah, but in North yeah, America. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure, no, like, exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. less of a basketball player now for me, and more of like, like an icon. An icon, like, yeah, exactly. yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's transcended his yeah. profession, kind yeah. of thing. Precisely, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I mean, like that's great. That's a guy you want in your corner for sure. But there's no part of that where he's just like perfect. Like this is one more chicken in the armor. One yeah. more thing I can lobby against the, the yeah this kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, like. Which is fine. I don't really care about that in any. It's point. a weird. I agree. I, I couldn't yeah. agree more. It's yeah. a weird. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's so weird. Anytime like there's like labor issues in sports and things like that, because you're like, who do I cheer for? The millionaires or the billionaires? You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like it's such a <laughs> it's such a weird like. Yeah, CPA lockers. <laughs> like you're like, okay, well, I kind of side with the players because I like the players, but I get the owners because it is a business. But you're all like stupid rich, so, <laughs> so this is kind of stupid. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> really like. 
it comes back to the fans are the most important thing in the world because if we just all of a sudden stopped watching and stopped no you are seeing it in baseball right now baseball's attendances are like in the toilet yeah, yeah. there's a, uh the rays had the a, rays. had a game there was 8000 people at there's 8000 well there there 8000 people bought tickets yeah. Not even at the stadium. Their yeah. tickets have been lowered to five dollars too. And they're still not. That team's. And they're move. still not filling. The they team. have to move the. Well, there's. I two. think it did raise their attendance, obviously, but it's not like. <laughs> did raise enough it to 40, like it's like. Did raise it to twenty eight thousand people. Like five dollar yeah. tickets. Yeah. Like. Well, like I. So the Florida Panthers. This was they stopped doing. Uh, they gave away free tickets for a long time. It's a terrible idea. They stopped doing it though because they're like, oh, we need to make, we need to, put some value on this, right? Because yeah, it's yeah. like there's no no one has any value on it. But the problem was is that. People kind of get used to eating free tickets, so they come in and be like, "It was all never cool. offered for free." That's a like marketing one hundred and one. Offer it at like a heavy discount. Never offer but, anything so for free because people will never get used to it. People will never pay yeah. for something. But after what happened was, was though they did it for too long and they got used to it. It was a mistake. They yeah, should have yeah. been doing it like two dollar tickets or something. There you go. Right. But Tuesday Tuesdays. But no, they're doing Tuesday every day of the week. Tuesdays every day. <laughs> but exactly. Right? But like, never give something away for so, free. So, but what happened was, was that with the team, they uh, so they started they sold the tickets for like. $10, $15 a pop. People stop coming and so now all of a sudden your jersey sales are down. Your food sales are down. Your beer sales are down. So yeah. it's like, you know, you've lost all that revenue there. It's like, yeah, you got like three really hardcore fans that paid the $10 to come in yeah. and that's about it. By the way, guys, we should go check out Florida games. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I did the math on it. It's cheaper for us to fly down, Every- watch a game, and then fly back than it would be to go to see a Leafs game. Dude, it's actually very cheap. That's amazing. It's cheap to eat and drink in Florida. It's cheap to fly there. It's cheap to go see sports games. Ah, Florida. <laughs> but it's kind of a beautiful garbage it's Florida. state. It's, Florida. it's a garbage it's, state. It's a beautiful place filled with garbage people. Yeah, it's Florida. We love uh, you, Florida. It's such a weird place. Florida, if you ever want to come on and defend yourself, let us know. Uh, Get the governor of Florida in here. Anyways, um, predictions for game five. Dub. Yeah. <sighs> it's tight. I don't know. I think... I think Golden State's going to kind of... I think part of the problem with Golden State... I don't think State, it's going to be easy. I think Golden State kind of has been like, okay, we're here again, let's just do this. And with Like, the arrogance in their in their post-game is just like... It's no longer confident that you've been here before. It's just straight, like, delusional arrogance. I think... Right, like, after game four, I'm like... Especially from Draymond. I'm yeah. like, look... So, 3-1 back against OKC... You guys were down 3-1, but you had played really well the entire time. You've not played well this You've series. You've not played well this series. Dude. 3-1, Cavs down 3-1, they played really well against you. Right? Yeah. Like, you have not played well. I think Golden State will yeah. win game six. I do game think. Game five. Sorry, game five. Uh, they will win game five. It'll be... I think it'll be tight. I wouldn't be shocked if they came out and just slapped the Raptors though in game five. I wouldn't be shocked if they just came out and be like, okay, no more playing around here. But I think the Raptors will win in six, though. Okay. I I think the Raptors understand the magnitude of this moment. I think so, too. I don't think that it's they're going to go in. It's like, okay, we got this. Let's just fucking like go and party. I think the, the Raptors before, understand you know? the magnitude of this Dude, moment. After if, game four, they walked off. Not a celebration. Every post-game report was, we haven't done anything yet. Yeah. Right? Whereas Golden, well, all of Golden State's reports. We're going to win. Like, we're going to win. Well, we're gonna let's believe in ourselves. Let's yeah, write our own yeah. history, right? Like, it's just Dude, like, even when Golden State won game two, like... In the tunnel, they were, like, celebrating, like, chirping Drake yeah. and all this and that. And it's, like, again, focusing on Drake. It'd be, like, one thing. <laughs> but, like, here's the thing. Go after, for it. After, <laughs> after game one, Raptors were selling. They're, like, it's one victory. It's one of four, right? Yeah. Let Drake be Drake kind of thing, right? Like, after game two, dude, Clay, Thompson, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant head. were chirping. It's, like, dude, it's 1-1. One, one. Like, yeah. let 
the best. Big bo- let big boy, whoever's your fan, chirp. And Don't like quote, you be chirping, right? When when uh, Clay was like, "See you in the Bay, Aubrey." <laughs> And they dropped you in the bay. Yeah. Uh, what, did, um, what did Drake say on Instagram after game four? He posted that picture of Clay with like those three like. Yeah, that was after game three. Oh, after, okay. But yeah. in game four, he was just Stay like. Golden. <laughs> oh man, it's holy. I, I can't. I can't exactly. Remember. Oh, when he put that video up bay. and he was playing his own music. Yeah, he's like, turn that shit up. Turn yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the music that song he created was like modeled after like the the Bay Area sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's <sighs> that was good. That was good. <sighs> I just no, I, I I I think Golden State will give him a punch in the first quarter, uh-huh. and then Golden State will probably be like, "There you go, we got this, we're good, right?" I don't, similar to last game. Any, I think so. Do you have any clue if Durant is gonna play? I don't. He, I, don't I don't think he is. No, he's done, man. You think so? He, yeah. he, he practiced, and that's another thing. Jalen well. Rose said it. He, Did that, you hear what Jalen Rose said about it? No. Jalen Rose, before the game, he's like, "I watched Kevin Durant practice, and he's like." That he's all he said was that does not look like someone who's ready to come back this year and play in the NBA finals. Yeah, he's like, well, and that was another thing as well, too. Like before game four, where I was just like, Nick, to their credit, Chris Carter is awesome, by the way, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I didn't realize Butch Carter actually was a coach of the Raptors when they first started. Yes, yeah, 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 crazy, yeah. Right? that was like, the first coach, the yeah, first yeah. coach, yeah. Was it the first, yeah, it was the first coach? Uh, no. no, he was the coach when uh, McGrady and um. Carter were there. Del Curry was there too. And uh, I, the only thing I remember about I've ever seen an interview with Butch Carter, and he said like, "Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous because Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady wanted to play like forty five minutes every game." And I'm like, "You can't do that, <laughs> boys! You can't play forty five. Um, I'll have them sweet to watch though um, <laughs> until their legs exploded." But so Chris <laughs> Carter is the only one. Like, I love Chris Carter to death, man. Like, he's he's a great just announcer, and I I, like, I enjoy listening to Chris Carter. Nick Wright's such a twerp, but. Um, they were just like, so Golden State's going to win game four, right? And then that pushes Kevin Durant back, and then he's going to be able to come back in game six. I'm just like, they haven't even won game four, right? Yeah. But apparently, so Wednesday, Steve Kerr said he was, you know, looking likely like he's going to play in four or five. And then Thursday morning, they brought him out for practice, and after ten minutes, they, they shut him down, him down right? yeah. So they called him out for game four right away. And it was also just like, the guy could hardly move. You don't, like, your legs don't get looser when you travel across country. Yeah. Your legs don't all of a well, sudden loosen up, That's right? the like, other thing, too. It's kind of, you don't think about it too much, but, like, all that flying for the series is rough on you. Yeah. And the time zone, di- yeah, the time zone difference. And, ba- yeah. and basically what happens, right? So you just pump through, you play your game, right? So, like, your legs are flared up. Clay's hammy. By the way, can we also just point out for one second that the only reason Clay injured his hamstrings is because he was trying to draw a foul like a bitch. Yeah. Like a James Harden Yeah, he kicked bitch, out. Right? Like... I, I got, like, if you pulled a hammy giving your 100% effort, I'd feel for you. They called, I don't feel for you on that shit. Steph tried doing that last game kick out, and they called foul on him. Good, as they should. Because who did that all series? Uh, Jimmy Butler did that Jimmy all Butler. series. But his, was, his was brutal. His was insane. And he was actually getting the foul calls. Yeah, the, the, he exactly. never got Honestly, the that's, yeah. that's the one thing the NBA, like, the NBA right now is the best fan experience. Like fans really love yeah. the game, but they need to clean that shit up because that turns people off so the fucking. It turns heart. It turns. Unfortunately, though, it turns like twenty percent of people who love the game off. But eighty percent. It's your eighty twenty. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you make like eighty percent of the people exactly just want the best fan experience. Right? I know like, when the Raptors get it. Like it's such a biased thing to reference because, like, as a Raptors fan, whenever you get a call in favor of the Raptors, I'm always like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really pay attention to the call after to see if it was legit or not, but if the Raptors get the foul called against him, I, like, analyze that shit in the replay. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking bullshit. So, well, like, it goes well, that's okay. Both. That's that's fan bias. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. But there so, are some clear-cut... Even, even the one when uh, Lowry... 
it was definitely on Lowry, but they called it on Quinn Cook when he like clearly like shuffle was moving yeah, off yeah, his yeah. shoulder. No, I'm like that's yeah, a movie yeah, screen. That, yeah. That's or a like where Draymond got his T in Game Three, I think it was when he like went up, bodied up against Siakam, which I didn't think it was a foul. I think it was clean, right? But um, I think it went off Pascal Siakam personally, mm. right? But like they called it on Draymond just because Draymond was like carrying through, right? And right. he got his T from that. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I didn't. Like, that's a bad swing. Like, that's unfortunate for you guys, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, at the exact same time, don't get a fucking technical. Well, yeah, you got to shut your mouth. Yeah, play, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. I think it was off of Pascal Siakam, and it sucks you guys didn't get the call, right? But I mean, you gotta, obviously, like, you I'm gotta, obviously happy the Raptors got the call, right? But, like, it's, dude, you don't need really to get a technical tough, yeah. on top of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's so amped up and emotional. Yeah, and, like, yeah, you yeah. see someone, it's like, that's utter horseshit, ref. Yeah, yeah. You know, team up. That's a technical foul. That's a technical foul. Um, but I think raps come out. I don't know. I just think Golden State's like their arrogance was just delusional. It just sounded like um, what? So how far are you in Game of Thrones? So because oh. not done. No, his wife left for a month. Oh, <laughs> fair true. So, Shauna, yes, Shauna. We're stuck at uh, halfway through se- season six. Okay, so okay, but you saw Watchers on the Wall, right? Yeah. yeah Where yeah. um, Jano Slim, that shitty fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just like. Those are cold inch steel, you know, giants don't exist and everything like that, uh, right? Like, as they're just charging at the fucking wall. Like, that's what it started sounding like to me. It's just like... It's not real, it's been, not real. We've been down 3-1 before, we're totally fine, right? Like, let's make our own history. And it's like, Draymond. what the fuck? You guys have done nothing. My favorite quote from him was when he was like, we're going to win four. Win, win five. five. Way back <laughs> in the yeah. Happy times ahead. Fun times ahead. Fun times ahead. And no. But it's like... <laughs> so, the non-clay... And non-Clay and Steph named Warriors in Game 4 had 33 points. Yeah. There is 12 other people on that team. <laughs> I don't know what that averages out to, but that's about it's not three points per person. Yeah, like, right? their, their depth has that's been... That's not good. When they first started on this run, like, the reason why they were winning is obviously it was Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green, but they had a crazy amount of depth. Well, it's like, it's not even so much... Well, I mean, I guess it's partially depth, right? But it's like depth. But it's like you had Iggy Bogut and Sean Livingston four years younger. Yeah, well, right, like, well, that's the other thing too. Is age that, takes like, its time on old players that have had lots of injuries against them. The other right? thing too like, is that, like, you know, Steph Curry's thirty-one, yeah. Clay Thompson's 30, 29, 28 or twenty-eight, like Draymond's, Draymond's 28? thirty, Draymond's thirty. So like, you know, it's it's, it's they're like not, thirty-one, thirty, twenty-eight or twenty-nine. They're they're not like old or anything, but it's like you know they're getting the mileage on there, right? Yeah. But like, Iggy's 35, Sean Livingston's 35, and that injury that Sean Livingston had. Yo, did you look up that knee injury? I sent it to the group. I sent it to the group. So last I saw week, John say I didn't want to watch, watch that, it, and then yeah. I didn't click on it. It's yeah, yeah. His knee went in a direction that... I don't like watching that, that shit. I don't oh, watching that and it was, it was the weirdest thing. He was going, he was going up for a layup. Like, he was just going up for a layup. Like, it was an open layup going on the right side. Just goes up, and it lands, and his leg just like, whoop! Was it as gnarly as, like, Gordon Hayward's? Injury? Uh, yeah. I think probably worse. Oh, yeah, it was worse. It, it was, was Gordon Hayward's was like his ankle, right? Like his or his leg. That, right? His was higher up. Yeah, Sean Lewis. It was, it was right his knee. Right it was uh, like literally just like it went in a direction. I hate that yeah, shit, it was. Man. That yeah, makes it me was not good. It was not good. But so it's just like mileage on that guy. That's a long time. Iggy's had ankle, knee, and back injuries. Now he's thirty-five years old. He played explosive his entire career. Mm-hmm. Here's where he is now, right? Like Bogut's had a bad back for forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like now, like so, four years ago you had those guys and they were great, and they're still good now. They're serviceable players, but there's four years of that injury plus four years of playoff runs on top of that, right? Tired, and then, yeah, man. Like back in the day, you had like Richard Jefferson, you had um, Leandro Barbosa, right? Like you David had, Lee, you had some uh, Mary or Mar- 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 Marius Spates or whatever. 
Maurice Spades. Maurice Spades, right? Yeah. Like, right? I don't. You just you, the you depth take, is tired. Depth's tired and gone. Yeah, right? like, like I, I, the Raptors will win this series. I think just yeah. based off of how they've kind of come out. Their defense has been incredible the entire. Except for that stretch in the start of the game, too. Dude, they're locked in right now. Yeah. Warriors haven't scored 92 points in a finals game since uh, it was like 2017 or 2016. I think it was 2016. I saw that. It was the 89 against in in game seven. Mm -hmm. And and they were only held under uh, 100 points at home five times this season. One of them being the Raptors. Yeah. Well, you see, it's it's the funny thing because it's like the NBA now scoring is six or five and one against the Raptors or the Warriors this year. Mm hmm. Uh, the thing about the NBA is like scoring is way up, like offenses are way yeah. up. But it, it still proves that like it's because people don't want to play defense. Yeah. In the regular season, people are just not playing defense. Like yeah. you can lock it in in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Raptors are changes. unbelievable, man. On defense, it's it's awesome to watch. And finally, I just want to talk about like how I just know exactly how American media will approach it as the asterisk besides this championship, right? Mm. And I'm just like, oh, they've been looking for excuses after every time every, the Raptors advance, every yeah. time they win a game, every. Every, every the time. Warriors still have three Hall of Fame, three Hall of Famers on the court. First and foremost, A. B. Where's the asterisk beside the Warriors in '15 when Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were out? Where's the asterisk besides yeah. the Warriors in 2017 when Zaza Pachulia took out accidentally stepped or put his an- or foot under Kawhi Leonard's ankle? Where's the asterisk when Chris Paul's hamstring exploded? Yeah. In the Western Conference Finals when last they were year? up three, three two, one, three two, three two. Where's where are those asterisks? Right, like. I, I just don't think Asterix believe. And, like, Buddy at, at work was saying, like, well, like, will you only care, like, 85% because of it? I'm just like, why is it the Raptors' responsibility to care about what has happened Jeez. to the other team? Yeah, yeah. Why, is it, why should the Raptors care about... It's you, sport- play, you play the hand you're dealt. Every single championship in every single sport could have an Asterix if you go by that logic. Precisely, so true. Right? Like, like, literally. Like, like so you're, you're a Patriots fan. Like, so uh, Todd Gurley didn't play in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Is that an asterisk? Who asterisk? was the better quarterback at the end of the day? Tom Brady. Yeah. Right? Like, Tom Brady was still the better quarterback. The Patriots were still a better defense. Right? Yeah. Like, sure, Todd Gurley didn't play. Maybe it happened. Maybe it plays out differently, right? Like, but Tom Brady still did his shit. Yeah. The defense still did their Shut shit. Shut them down completely. Gronkowski still went over two guys and caught a fucking ball, right? Yeah. Like, like it's, like, there's always somebody hurt. There's always somebody banged up. There's you don't, always, get, you don't get this even in the playoffs and not be banged up. Like, the only way that you could do this is if you did a coin toss at the beginning of the season and said, who's playing in the finals? Yeah. And then just went from there. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, it's the only way you could do that. Like, yeah, yeah. To have both teams at well, full like, strength. It's, right? It's like, it's in the NHL playoffs every year. Some team will get knocked out. Then you hear it's like, yeah, he played with, like, torn cartilage in his rib cage or yeah. something like that. It's like, how are you still standing, let alone, let alone play? play the like, game of hockey, right? No, so, I mean, I just don't... And you know what? Maybe because it's the Raptors in Canada and Kawhi Leonard was a polarizing figure last year and everything like that, maybe it'll just be an asterisk for a while, right? But... Kawhi lives forever. I'm willing to gamble next year. No one's talking about how, like, the Warriors are the real defending champs or anything like that. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. (laughs) Knock on wood. Knock on wood. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I... Don't really necessarily think anything else has happened in sports. Baseball exists, but I don't uh, really The care. Jays are garbage. Jays are garbage. Gerald McCoy uh, with the Panthers, though. Yeah. How we feel about that? Uh, <laughs> of course, um, in, of course, in Division A. In, <laughs> as always. Uh, I knew it was going to happen, man. Yeah. I really wished he signed with the Browns, but... Why did they I'm, release him? Do you have any idea? Or? Yeah, so basically, he was due $13 million this year, and 
like we were talking about earlier about caps and stuff. Mm-hmm. The Bucks, I don't know if they were dead last, but they had like maybe a mill in space. Um, and they didn't even have enough money to like retain all their draft picks. So they Oh shit. Eh? So they need to like shuffle around the money. And they probably went to him and was like, and hey, Gerald you McCoy's take a an aging. He's like 32, 33 years old now. And the game isn't really producing and slash the game. Thirteen isn't... mil, that's like top tier money for defensive tackle. tackle. Yeah, yeah. Um, Plus isn't the game kind of gone more toward the edges and everything like that as opposed to like For sure. Right your in your interior right? is still really important. Well it sets um, up your edge rushers, right? Yeah, but like Gerald McCoy is like like He's still a great player, but he's not as destructive as he used to be. Um, so from what I understand, they were trying to negotiate his contract and t- get him to take a price cut. He wasn't taking it. So they were trying to shop him around uh, prior to the draft. Didn't find any buyers. And then so they kind of just let him test out free agency um, and then by releasing him. And then that was that. the Panthers. Um, and then they signed Sue, who was actually like him. Sue... Was the they're in the same draft class of defensive tackles? Sue went before. Sue went one, didn't he? Or, yeah. And then McCoy and, went three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Sue went got drafted by the Detroit Lions. Yes. And then Tampa drafted McCoy, but the the Bucks wanted Sue. Yeah. And they got him for like nine million, I think, wasn't it? Not yeah, nine point two mil. So you you saving your you saving some cash space, yeah. but then Gerald McCoy signed with the Panthers for like. The contracts, it's only four mil guaranteed money and it's very incentive based. It's like it's seven point, get, seven and a half total, seven, isn't it? Seven and a half sack. Oh, uh, seven and a half million total. Yeah, because he had a signing bonus, yada yada yada. But he has like incentives for but amount of sacks, incentive for Pro Bowl, incentives for Nothing, games played. Probably. Games played. Yeah. Nothing against the Bucks, though, right? But it's just like they honestly. It's I'm, I'm, inter- I'm interested to box, see right? maybe in a in a year or two and when they do their interviews, like how it actually came down, because like. On the surface, it seems like they handled like as an organization, it was handled kind of poorly. Yeah. But you never know, right? You don't know what because like, like I don't know. You might get like you can get a player just coming and it's like just being a lunatic and just exactly. being like you know like, and I want a Lamborghini that's made out of gold. It's right. like you know you can't have that. Exactly. You know? But like Gerald McCoy was like the longest tenured player on the Bucks. Like he's been through. He's been there for sure. since almost nine or ten years now. Or since like, two thousand nine. Yeah, draft was 09, right? Yeah, yeah. So and he's been through hell and been loyal to the team. Like he hasn't seen the playoffs and he's been an all. Like he's been a. He's been in the Pro Bowl so many times yeah. and like he was a great player. So. You get it. I wanted to see him succeed and I wanted to see him go to a team that would yeah, make exactly. the playoffs. But now I can't even cheer for him. Yeah. So, so, so that's his fault. So Life in a Bucks fan. <laughs> eh? And also, I put it in the group. Uh, did you hear the story about how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tried to yeah. claim like $21 million in relief payout from the BP oil spill back in 2010? No. It finally got, I'll send you the article. It's the hey, funniest did you know? fucking thing ever, man. But like basically, the, the judge was just like, yeah, this is clearly like frivolous as hell. This is so fucked, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Bucks, the Bucks are owned by the Glazer family, okay. who also own Manchester United. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, so, so the Bucks are almost like their yeah. stepchild. Exactly, like yeah. that's the oh, obviously. Well, it's like the the Benson family. Like Gail Benson owns the Saints, Saints. and the Pelicans, right? And, and the Saints are clearly the yeah favorite. Apparently, yeah. until like three years ago or something like that, Dell Dems was answering to the like president of the Saint, like. They had, like, a president of all, like, their organization or whatever, right? Okay. So it was, like, president, and then there was, like, president of football uh, and Dell Demps from the Pelicans. Who's and the GM, he, yeah. He had to answer to the guy that oversaw the, the Saints. 
Well, yeah. which is just crazy. That, that like, whole that's situation. just such a weird. Well, that set off like a, that's that had went to court. That whole thing. Yeah, Tom Benson. The, the family, Tom Benson right? yeah, got yeah. a little Alzheimer's there or whatever. And yeah, but no, I guess David Griffin has full autonomy now, which Good. is smart. David Griffin's a smart basketball player or a smart basketball player. Um, but yeah, go raps. Yeah, go, go raps. raps. All right. Honestly, I, I think they're gonna close it out on Monday night, man. He was hoping, dude. Oh, I'm coming over to your house by the way on Monday because I got beer league. On uh, Monday night, so I'm coming. So much. Right yeah. yeah, smart call. Smart call. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. Cheers. We're going right. to play basketball. Go. Peace. Go Raps. Go Raps. Great timing. I know. Well, actually, it could have been better timing. I mean, honestly. <laughs> but.